Welcome to Up Close and Empowered with host Sana Johns. Over the next hour, you'll hear from Sana and her guests on how you can become more empowered through life's most challenging situations. Sana's journey through her own transformation has inspired her to awaken you to your divine power. Hi, everyone. I'm Sana Johns on Up Close and Empowered. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am hoping to inspire you to awaken to your divine power. So today we are going to talk about divine self-love and magnetizing heart-centered connections. So I have a special guest on today that is going to walk us through what divine self-love is, what it looks like, how we can embody that, and also magnetize heart-centered relationships and love into our life. We're going to talk about healing, healing from heartbreak, how to love ourselves more, also grief for those that are grieving relationships, and talk about how to deeply discover our true authenticity. So this week's guest is uh, very much an expert in this field, in my opinion, and she is a certified hypnotherapist trauma-informed life coach and energy healer. She specializes in helping many individuals come into a deep self-awareness of embodiment through the body, mind, heart, and soul. And we're going to be hearing about her healing journey. And it's really, uh, it's really an interesting story how she overcame, I would say, and she can correct me in a minute, probably the most difficult time in her life. And how when she was going through this difficult time, some of the most divine, miraculous connections appeared on her path, uh, really impacting her life forever. So we're going to hear her story in just a minute here. So we'll talk a little bit about heart-centered relationships, what they look like, what they feel like, how can we use discernment, how can we feel empowered, how can we tap into our inner power and our sensuality and uh, you know, just attract all those beautiful things in life and feel good and experience joy and fulfillment in our lives. So I do want to introduce her. Her name is Abigail of Energy Light Healing, Abigail, Abigail Suazo of Energy Light Healing. And she is a certified hypnotherapist and trauma-informed life coach. And as I said, she's helped many people breaking down their mental constructs that, that create barriers, you know, the limiting beliefs and helping them to find their truest self and live their most abundant life. She also has some other healing uh, modalities that she is very well versed in, and that is sound and frequency healing. I've actually heard some of her frequency healing, and it's just um, really divine and very beautiful. So she also holds her own retreats all over the world, and she has been asked to be a speaker and a healer to some of the sacred lands, such as Tulum, Antigua, Guatemala, and many others. And lastly, she is very active in Homes for Life, which I, I'm going to start bringing more of the community aspect on my show. That was part of the reason why I wanted to do this show, because it's not only about us empowering ourselves, we empower others, but we're empowering others to help others in community. And Abigail is very active in a um, assisted, in, she assists in the therapeutic counseling with families that have been displaced. And she told me that she's been doing this for years. So I just love when people are not only working on themselves, but they're also giving back at the same time. So with that, I am going to introduce Abigail to the show. Thank you so much for being here, Abigail. 
Sona, thank you so much. First of all, for that beautiful introduction. I need to carry you with me everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, be that'd be great. <laughs> I'm genuinely so excited to be here. Uh, thank you. So I really would like to start out with your story, your journey, uh, you know, what happened. I mean, if you, as far back as you want to go, but I know that it was a significant time in your life, 2020, uh, but I'll just let you kind of have the mic. Thank you so much. Um, my life, I think, has just been such a compilation of twists and turns. Uh, every time that something happens, I'm always like, plot twist. <laughs> Here we go. Mm -hmm. And so I was raised by two incredible parents uh, who immigrated here, my mother from Guatemala and my father from Honduras. And uh, we were, from a very young age, unfortunately, not able to be raised by them uh, through circumstances regarding immigration and also finances. Uh, we were raised by my grandparents. And so from the age of four to nine, I didn't really get a chance to connect with them, you know, on a consistent basis, unfortunately. And so um, my life from there sort of began this kind of story of abandonment, of rejection, uh, these patterns, you know, of external validation and acceptance. Um, I've lived all over the place. You know, we moved to California, then we were in Southern Florida, was in Nashville, etc. cetera. Uh, but in that place, you know, throughout those years, I got married. I had a beautiful baby boy. Um, and, you know, I reached a pinnacle throughout my entire life where I would sink into these massive depressive states. And I would always blame it on something external. I'm like, well, it's because of my finances or, oh, it's because of the people that are around me. Oh, it's because of this relationship I'm in. Oh, it's because of this, because of that, because of that. I kept making consensuses for the things that were happening in my current reality. Um, I came to a head uh, in 2019 after navigating so many different health issues and situations. Um, after navigating, uh, going into very strenuous financial positions and then elevating into like a lot of success, being at red carpets and like all this stuff. And so I think everyone in the external was looking at my life and saying, oh my God, she's so lucky. She has all these amazing things. She has this beautiful home and these cars and she travels and she's at these events and prominent position in society. And 2019 kind of put me in a state of, I hate my life. I hate so much about what I am journeying through. The thoughts in my mind, nothing is satisfying. Nothing is enough. I've accomplished everything and I feel unsatisfied. I'm not in a happy relationship. I don't feel like I'm being the best mother that I can be. I feel like I, so much is expected and there's not enough for me to be able to reconcile within myself. And so in November of 2019, I attempted to take my life, thankfully and successfully. Um, and it took the intervention of a beautiful friend of mine uh, named Curly, who I absolutely adore. And in one of those moments of lucidity, I texted him and I was like, hey, you know, just letting you know, I love you and I care so much about you. And I had just finished writing all these letters to my loved ones and saying, I'm out of here. I love you. It's not your fault. I just can't take it. I can't handle it. And uh, he tapped into that. I don't know how he did it. At the time, I really didn't understand. How did he know? Because my mm -hmm. message is something that wasn't uncommon for me to send out. And he was like, 
send me a picture of you right now because I wouldn't accept a FaceTime. I was like, no, 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 I don't have makeup on. Don't worry about it. And he goes, send me a photo immediately or I'm coming to your house. <laughs> so I did. And it was just tears and runny makeup. And it was probably, I still have that photo just as like a little reminder. But um, I sent it to him and he goes, okay, you're not getting off the phone with me. I will be there immediately. And he did. He drove over, took me to go get coffee, eat to sober up because I was, you know, drinking a lot that night. And uh, we just spoke for like five hours and that's all I needed. I just needed someone to hear me, to feel me, to see me, you know, when I had felt that so many hadn't, that they couldn't for some reason or another. Mm -hmm. And he didn't question you. He, he just supported what you were saying, not saying, oh, you're, you know, why, why would you do this? Are are you sure? And he just supported your decision or what you were thinking. Yeah. He didn't judge it. He would ask me certain questions, but the entire time, all he did was listen. That's it. He was like, mm-hmm. you're safe to talk about anything that you want to or nothing. He's mm-hmm. like, you can be in complete silence if you want to. That's okay. He was like, but I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be fine. And uh, that catalyzed uh, this space within me of there are people out there that genuinely care about me. I'm seeing it. Oh, and yeah. he introduced me to this group of women that, you know, then introduced me to Reiki and to intuitive channeling and reading and quantum hypnosis sessions and body work and like all this stuff that was so foreign to me. I was going to say, so is that the beginning of this more spiritual type journey? To an extent, I grew up in a very spiritual family. My mom and dad, though, being Christian, my grandparents, very rigid Catholics, um, I was raised under a lot of religious constructs. You know, he was the very first person that I had met that was open. You know, we were not bound by, you know, these rigid rules and like mm-hmm. these expectations. You're free to be exactly who it is that you want to. Right, right. So would you say that was the thing that kind of woke you up? And then from there you were, I mean, what was the journey from there? Was it really difficult? Did you go through a grieving stage? What was the process? Did you, you know, did you get on the path and then you kind of went off and just take us through what that healing journey looked like and felt like for you? Absolutely. I think that the first few months, it was like a brand new love. That's the best way to describe it. I was elated that I had found something that created so much freedom within me. I was ecstatic about life. I was in nature meditating. I was meditating all day, every day. I had crystals and I was buying more crystals and I was booking all these sessions and it was a new love. It was obsessive. You know, I couldn't get enough of it. I think though, like at the three month mark though, that's when my dark night officially hit. It was just like, and now face all of your wounds, face all of your patterns, face all the things that you've been avoiding, go mm-hmm. into your shadow, dive deeper, go deeper still, even deeper, you know? And it was like, what is happening to me? I don't know. I don't understand anything. I don't belong in society. And I'm just going to crawl into bed and sleep all day and call it a night. <laughs> right. Well, how did it feel though when you made that decision? Cause you, you ended up getting divorced, right? I mean, you, you went through that process and how did it feel? Was there a sense of relief at that point? Yes, absolutely. It had felt like a freedom that I hadn't felt ever in my entire life. And I couldn't quite understand why, because I 
didn't, there was, it wasn't like my spouse was this abusive, terrible partner. Mm -hmm. There wasn't any grand markers for people to feel like there was enough justification for a divorce. And that included my, my then spouse. You know, I don't think that he could fully comprehend like what had happened. What was this massive turning point? So the immediate reaction was, oh, she's having a midlife crisis. And I was like, you know what? I think it was a midlife awakening. It was a midlife mm -hmm. moment and point of awareness where I finally saw the reality of what I was actually navigating through, what I had created for myself up to this point, even in the subconscious. And so it really... Uh, opened up that space. I had wanted to enter in and through um, a divorce and separating from my spouse for quite some time. And so that moment sort of presented the invitation of, okay, are you finally ready? Right, right. So if, if for people that are listening that might be experiencing some of this, uh, because everybody has some of this going, well, not everybody at all times, but there are people that I know that are going through some really difficult times in their relationships and even just the relationship with themselves, right? So what would be the first thing? And I, I know it's kind of a loaded question, but if somebody were to say, you know what, I really want to dive a little deeper. I really want to figure out why I feel this way and where I'm really supposed to be. Why am I feeling this grief? Why am I feeling this uncertainty? Or why am I feeling really enclosed? So what would you say would be the first thing for them to look at or to do? For me, it was get honest with yourself. Get honest about, um, without being too rude, right? But get honest about your crap you know, get mm -hmm. honest about who you truly are outside of the the curated vision that we put out for everyone else, right? The marketable version of us. Um, get honest with yourself. And that for me began with an invitation of mirror work. You know, I had this beautiful, intuitive uh, woman who came into my life, Melissa. And I remember the very first question she asked, you know, is um, I want you to look into the mirror and I want you to tell me what it is that you see. And it sounds like such a simple task, but I'll be honest with you. I was so disgusted with myself, with certain decisions and choices of my life that I couldn't even reach the mirror. And she mm -hmm. stayed on the phone with me for like an hour. And she was like, just go to the mirror just for a second, even if it's a second, and look at yourself in the eyes and tell me what you see. And the moment I did it, I broke down because I saw the mm -hmm. reality. I saw the truth. I saw the pain in my eyes. I saw right. the sadness, which I couldn't hide from myself. I could probably hide it from others, but definitely not from myself. And so practices like mirror work, speaking into yourself, really asking yourself questions, that I think is a wonderful exercise. Journaling, uh, talking to trusted friends and uh, people that, you know, confidants. Um, and yeah, uh, allowing yourself moments and space to uh, be with yourself, connect to nature, Recenter yourself in something that is actually true, genuine, not something that's being presented externally that is like quicksand that you can't actually build roots into. Right. So that leads me into my next question that I want to talk about, and that's discernment. So when we talk about our self-love, divine self-love, loving ourselves on a very deep level and wanting to obviously attract loving relationships in our lives, whether it's romantic, whether it's friendships, whether it's family, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, we want to be love to attract love, right? So what is 
what is the first way or, well, this is what I'm going to ask you. Cause I saw your, uh, I really liked your Instagram, uh, not Instagram, I'm sorry, the YouTube video. And it was all about divine connections versus sacral connections. And I really think that we should talk about it for a minute because I think it's really important for people to know what this is really about. I mean, we don't have to go super deep, but just kind of how do you determine what is more of like a divine, like a soulful, you know, a soulful relationship versus something that is more superficial, you know, because I know sometimes people do have a hard time using that discernment because we look at, you know, we want to be loved. We want to be with somebody and we settle and we do things like this. And and listen, there's the guys that do this too. It's not just, just females. I want to make that clear, but so how can someone look at it from a perspective of using that discernment and what is their first step? I mean, it's boundaries too, right? A hundred percent. We'll tap into this quickly before this first break, but you know, I like to call these connections heart-centered connections. This is your heart speaking to another and creating a connection that there isn't much explanation that has to be had. Right, right. Beyond the logical construct of this person makes sense for me. And we're talking about all sorts of connections here. It's not just romantic. It begins in the connection. Then the romance can be built on top of that. You know, we have our friendship and all these other things, right? But um, our heart is able to speak into one another and it creates a form of resonance. I understand you. I see you. I feel you. But the only way to genuinely magnetize these type of potent connections is to come into that space of self first. It doesn't mean to enter into these connections completely healed, 100%. There's no such thing, by the way. It is understanding your own worthiness, your own uh, self-love, the boundaries that you keep with yourself, the way that you keep commitments with yourself, the consistency of your own personal life. Because that vibration, that frequency that you invite yourself into, that invites everyone else to join you. And it Mm -hmm. says, and that comes in in business opportunities, that comes up in romance, that comes up in friendship, that comes up even with strangers that you're going to meet along the way that you're going to have these incredible conversations with. Yeah, no, I, and I do want to dive in a little bit more of that after the break. So we are going to take a short break, but uh, Abigail, Abigail, real quick, can you tell them where they can reach you or, uh, you know, go on your website or reach out to you? Just give them the information real quick in case we get, you know, caught up at the end of the show. I always like to make sure the guest has a chance to, to give their information. Thank you so much. So you can find me on all social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Twitter, which I think that was called X (laughs) threads uh, through energy light healing. Uh, And that is honestly the best way to reach me to create appointments and just to DM uh, and message me, email me as well. Yes. And you have beautiful content. I love it. You're such a beautiful writer too. Oh my gosh. You're just like an amazing writer. You need to write a book and a cookbook. That's a whole other, a whole <laughs> other story, right? Uh, okay. So I also want, before we cut for the break, I want to uh, let everyone know if there's someone that would like to call in with a question for Abigail, the number here is 888-346-9141. Again, it's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. We can take a few callers after the break if you'd like to ask a few questions. And thank you so much. We'll be back after the short break. Follow. 
follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Did you know you have the power to overcome any obstacles and create the life you desire? Listen for Up Close and Empowered with host Sana Johns. Sana has proven with nearly three decades of experience, it is totally possible to become stronger, more confident, and empowered to live a life of love, fulfillment, and success. It's through Sana's personal transformation that has inspired her to awaken you to your divine power. Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns, Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, Dr. Veerdra Jackson presents stories and powerful guest experts from business, health, relationships, and faith. Every story has its flip side, and we are here to delve into the story and challenge you to view what has kept you in a singular mindset and turn it into the flip side. When you can effectively do that, you'll experience necessary growth. Tune in live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Welcome back to Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. Have a question for Sana or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Hi, welcome back. This is Sana Johns on Up Close and Empowered, and we're talking to Abigail Suazo about divine self-love and magnetizing heart-centered connections. And just before the break, we were about to talk about the whole theme that when people say you have to be healed in order to attract someone in your life, you have to totally be completely healed. And I have a little bit of an issue with this because in my opinion, I mean, I do feel if someone goes through a major heart, you know, heartbreak or there's a breakup that there is some time that, and you tell me Abigail as well, if you agree, but there's a time frame when they have to kind of, you know, self-heal and go through the process. But don't you feel in your opinion that after you have started on the journey of healing and, you know, learning to, to love yourself and set boundaries that you can definitely be in a relationship if that person is in alignment with where you are, because doesn't love heal all? I mean, doesn't can't a, a beautiful relationship heal? Absolutely. I, I believe that love um, is in everything. Love is everything love is is what you are made of you know and so um this idea that you have to reach a particular checkpoint in order for you to then have permission to create a connection with anyone uh, for that matter but especially romantic connections right um 
it's like saying go to school, but then don't practice getting a part-time job. Don't mm -hmm. you know, you're gonna make mistakes. Like that's bound to happen. Right. Uh, but if you are doing the work, if you are are really like tapping into who you are, right? There is a point that you reach that it can even become an addiction. It can become an addiction to stay on healing. I am always healing. Yes. I am always, you are telling the entirety of your existence. I am broken. I believe this to be my truth. Therefore, I'm going to echo that out. And guess what? You're going to magnetize broken people. Right. People right. That are mirroring you and your beliefs. Right. If I am entering into this life, understanding, right? I am understanding my patterns. I'm understanding these things that have wounded me in my life, but I'm not claiming them as my identity key. I'm not creating an identity around these wounds. I am not a victim of my life. Right. This is my life, right? Um, I can then enter into connection, understanding what these are and communicate this. Hey, by the way, I get very anxious when you don't call me back by a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. This is just something I'm working through. That's very different than entering into a connection and saying, hey, you're not calling me. You must not like me anymore. I'm going to avoid you now. I'm going to create chaos in our connection now. Th that's the difference. Right, right. Healing. It's coming into awareness. Right, right. I was just going to say, it's just a total consciousness of being like knowing your parameters, knowing your boundaries, knowing yourself so well that you're able to communicate. And then obviously someone else being able to be able to communicate as well. But, you know, there is that stigma out there. Well, you know, you can't, you got to be completely healed. Well, listen, who are we kidding here? Okay. We're never going to be completely healed. Okay. Life is a journey. We are on a continuous journey, right? And it's not so bad. I mean, it's actually quite amazing when we're on this journey and especially when we go off path and then we get right back on, because the more you are on this healing and self development journey, uh, the better you are at bouncing back when things do happen. Would yeah, you agree? I agree a hundred percent. You know, uh, something that I would invite everyone that's listening in right now, you know, is begin to witness your life as the greatest experience that you will ever have, because it isn't just, I am journeying through life and things are happening to me. It's I am journeying through this life and I'm experiencing moments of happiness, moments of joy, moments of disappointment, of heartbreak, of frustration, of anger, moments of elation and success. And what an experience that is so mm -hmm. multifaceted. And that begins to shift so much of your perspective of how you navigate in and through life, but also how you navigate in and through connection with others and with yourself. Right, right. Okay, well, I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, her name is Mary from Birmingham. And hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sana. Hi, Abigail. Uh, thanks for uh, listening today. Abigail, hi. I just wanted to let you know I really appreciate you sharing your story. I know that it was a very difficult time, and it really makes uh, others uh, feel like there's people out there who feel the same way. So I, I really appreciate you sharing it with us. Oh my goodness, Mary, thank you so much. Honestly, I, I, I hope that whoever is able to resonate to some aspect of that story, that they understand that they're not alone and what they're thinking and that there's also a other side to it. Yeah, that's why we're here. Right. Impacting, um, you know. Did you have another question, Mary? I have a question for you. Yeah. How how do you navigate self-love when you are in that difficult uh, 
um, state of mind, you know, not being heard or appreciated in your relationship or your work, just to motivate you at certain times when you, when you are in that difficult situation to get you out of it. Mm -hmm. I would say that one of the very first things is to understand that what you are currently navigating through in your life was created by a version of you that no longer exists today. And that's why there is friction. That's why there's friction in the reality that you are experiencing. Your energy creates, your physicality catches up, right? So I, one of the very first things is I would begin to create a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with myself and also those that I trust and absolutely love. Um, uh, become very much um, magnetized to things that raise up those dopamine levels. You know, that frontal cortex really creates so much distortion as to how we view this, this life of ours. Um, I would also um, connect to nature more. I would take myself out on dates. You know, these solo dates for me were just medicine for my heart, for my soul, as I was journeying through a divorce, a change of career, a change of home. It was like six months of so much wow. intensity shift, you know, but what really allowed me to ground into it was my best friend, Martha, who I give her so much credit always. Um, but these beautiful souls that were in my life, nature, good food, hydrating, sleeping, you know, putting myself as a priority. Well, those are really great things uh, to resonate on, so I appreciate it. And, Donna, I love your show. been listening to it for the last four four episodes, and uh, every Aww, uh, guest has been amazing. Thank you so much. I love that feedback. And, and now that you brought that up, I do, I do want everyone's feedback. If, if anybody would like to reach out to my website at sonalife.com, it's S-O-N-N-A-L-I-F-E.com. You can email me. I would love to know where you're from as well. And if you have any questions or if you need any resources, I'd like to be, I'd like to help you with a resource if you have any questions with that, or if you have any comments on the show, like Mary just gave her input, which I, I really appreciate that, or any other topics that you might want to hear about in the future, uh, please feel free to go to my website at sonalife.com and reach out. I appreciate that. And uh, Mary, thanks so much for your, uh, your input. Appreciate that. Thanks for the great uh, suggestions. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Thanks. Great. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you about too, we're going to shift gears a little bit. So we'll kind of shift gears. So let's talk about conditional versus unconditional love so that it's really clear, just a quick overview of what that means. And I know that's divine love versus not, correct? Yeah, correct. I think that oftentimes we blame love for a lot of things that love is not responsible for. What do you mean? Elaborate. Um, Oftentimes we'll be in connections with people and we'll excuse their behavior, but I love them. But, you know, I, I'm going to stick and, and, and navigate all of this stuff. I love them. Love, love is in fear. Love right. is resentment. Yes. Love is not comparison. Love is not judgment. Love is also not rigid because love as an energy, just like all energy, is fluid. And it moves and it's meant to. That's the power of it. Mm -hmm. And so... Unconditional love tells you that love is simply that, love. When I look at you, Sona, beautiful external, beautiful internal, 
But whatever is going on with you, I can just witness who it is that you are and just embrace and accept you exactly as you are. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, here's the caveat. You and I may or may not resonate for a very long time, for a short period of time. That's where the unconditionality comes in. I have enough love for you that I can walk away from this when it no longer serves our highest and greatest good. I am allowed to release you and to create a freedom in love because love is meant to be free. I do not own you. I do not possess you. I just love you. And right. that right there allows the flame of love to burn even brighter. Mm -hmm. When we get too close to the flame of a candle, it can extinguish it because we're trying to control it. We're just like, no, 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 just stay light, lit up. And then we're satisfied with the embers of this candle. When you give it breath, when you allow and invite breath into a connection, then, it, then it's allowed to burn brightly, to be warm, to be inviting. Mm -hmm. I, think there's, I think there's so many of us that have really, all we've known is really love with conditions. I mean... Uh, there's no judgment or blame on anyone, of course, or families or parents or anything, but a lot of us, you know, we have to be a good girl, do this, do that, or you won't, you know, and I think that it's kind of been in within us as we get older and we're always, you know, sometimes we're needing the validation or we don't want to upset anybody, you know, it kind of gets into the people pleasing aspect of things, but it really is, uh, it's conditions that we feel that if we can't be ourselves, that we, we can't be ourselves. We won't be loved. Right. I mean, that's the whole theme that I'm trying to get at right now, because I think a lot of people, they do settle or they think that, oh, maybe I'm too much and maybe I'm too much to love or whatever. Well, no, no, that's not it at all. And I think that, you know, our most important aspect that we need to, to be is authentic. And I've learned that in my own journey, that um, authenticity is so liberating it is liberating. And when you can just love yourself unconditionally and not base it on anybody else's opinions or views or judgments or whatever, that's liberation. And when you get to that point and you can, trust me, you can, I mean, if, you know, we all go through stuff, but I promise you that we can get there. It might be a little more work than we thought, but there's also a lot of inner strength that we get a lot of inner power, a lot of our define, 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 Def oh, I told you, I'm sorry. I've been, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, define uh, our divine power that we have within us. So, yeah. So I just wanted to say that because don't you think that that's an important thing to know? Absolutely. The more that you can um, step into this life in authentic truth, you are already at the highest frequency that you can possibly attain in this life. And that's just scientifically proven. You know, the vibration of authenticity is one of the most powerful ones. A lot mm -hmm. of people think that, that it's love, you know, but we enter into love by being in our truest authentic truth. We understand love because we come back to the actual essence of who we are. We're no longer being masked with, well, I'm a mom, well, I'm a dad, well, I work here and I live here. And, and th these are the identifiers of my external reality. But let me ask you, who are you at your core? that's always going to be love no matter how you bend you know the mirror or the reflection it's always going to be the essence of the divine that's what runs in and through every right. single cell of you. right right no i agree and it's peeling those layers back to find our true our true self our true love within for sure yeah so 
So I want to talk a little bit more. We're going to take a break here in just a minute. But before we get into the break, I want to talk about how do we embody ourselves, like this journey that we're going through of self-love, what are some of the practices and things that we can do to really step into our power? Now, I know one of the things that has worked for me has been my meditation, my meditative practices and things like that, like really uh, getting in solitude basically, and really tuning in. Uh, But I know there's many other ways and, you know, there's things that I'd love for you to share. Actually, we're going to take a break and uh, we're going to, let's take the break right now. Can we do that? And we'll be back in just a few minutes. And I want to talk about some self-love practices, whether it's embodiment, whether it's massage, whether it's nature, whether it's meditation. Let's talk about some practical things that people can start to use and also start to really tap into their passion about themselves, right? Because we're multi-passionate beings. Let's face it. We're multi-passionate. And there are a lot of ways that we can get in tune with ourselves, with our bodies and love ourselves. And when it starts there, as we know, it affects our external world and our relationships. So hold that thought, Abigail, and we'll get to that in just a minute after this break. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Tune in to Empowering Women in Educational Leadership, a dynamic radio show celebrating women across all venues of education. Join us as we elevate diverse perspectives and success stories of trailblazing educators, highlighting that leadership is not always about a title. Discover strategies to overcome challenges and hear amazing stories of strength. Empowering Women in Educational Leadership with Dr. Stephanie Duca, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Stuck in a state of being that holds us back from creating the life we truly desire. Regardless of your own blocks or limitations, imagine an easier way to get unstuck and move forward with your life. On this show, Jason Hopkins shares his practical next right step approach that will move you toward the life you really want. You too can be steps from getting the abundance, love, support, and fulfillment your heart desires. Get unstuck. Move forward with your life with Jason Hopkins. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Welcome back to Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. Have a question for Sana or guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. 
Now back to the show. Hi, everyone. I am back. This is Sana Johns on Up Close and Empowered, and we're talking to Abigail from Energy Light Healing. And before the break, we were talking about ways that we could tap into our feminine power and how do we do that through our mind, body, and soul? And that is your expertise, Abigail. So I'd like you to just maybe give us some ideas of what that would look like. Absolutely. Um, again, I think one of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves is coming into an understanding of who we are. Um, there is a practice that I began to do with myself that really unlocked so much of uh this kind of energy of being present with myself, being present with life, you know, that I didn't realize was a massive segue into tantric practices and entering into sacred sexuality. I had no clue. And um, something that I really began to do with myself uh, was anytime that I would take a sip of water, I would pace myself and I would witness what it felt like for the water to enter my mouth, go down my throat all the way down into my belly and what was my body's reaction when i was breathing i was breathing slower more intensely like deeper into my belly into my heart and my chest and really like witnessing the air coming out of my body um when i was eating i was eating slower when i was walking i was walking you know more intentionally i was witnessing my life versus rushing through it and i obviously I can't do this every day. There are days that are more packed with activity and with things, but now it's almost innate. It's just right in the right. back of my head. As I'm eating, I'm like, this is delicious. You know, I actually sit with my food so my body can catch up with it, my digestive system. And so then I would massage my hands, my legs, my arms, my neck, and I would just pour gratitude over it. And it created this unlocking of I love myself. I love my body. I love so much of what makes me me. And I didn't realize I had been navigating so much shame up to that point. I didn't realize I didn't understand because I was rushing through life in a state of avoidance. I am going to go from this to the next because I don't want to really sit in the middle. I'm going to go from this and the next one. And I really am going to avoid that part. Right. So slowing down, slowing down and really savoring. I always like to say savor. So savoring the taste of what you're eating, what you're drinking, savoring. And, you know, I always put my hands on my heart like this, like do the mantra. Can you share something real quick, like what somebody could do and maybe explain that since this isn't really visual, although I, do, I will have, have this on my YouTube, but can you explain how uh, someone can just, you know, put their hands on their heart and do like a little mantra of self-love? Absolutely. So right now where you are, I want you to go ahead and place your left hand over your heart and your right hand over your heart. And the mm -hmm. symbolism of this, it's our feminine side being protected, guarded, guided uh, by our masculine side. Yes. So that way you feel held, you feel supported, you feel seen. I want you just to really feel into the rhythm of your heart and begin to say to yourself, simply, I am loved. I am loved. I am worthy of incredible experiences in this life. I am open to receiving abundantly from all avenues that are aligned to me right now. I am able to receive above and beyond the limitations of my mind. And I open up my heart fully in expectation of these blessings to enter in and through my life. And so it is. And so it is. Wow. I love it. 
I love it. I hope that some of you went through that. You can always go back on demand and listen to this, but just that mantra, you saying that was, I could feel it. I mean, have, can any of you feel it out there? I know I can't hear you, but um, <laughs> I could really feel that. And it, it really is very self-soothing. And that's what we need to do when we're feeling anxious or we're feeling like we're scattered, or we may be feeling some grief or down or whatever the emotions may be to kind of come back to that heart space and, and say one of those mantras and there's no right or wrong, right? They can, you can come up with whatever mantra that, that feels right. But that was a beautiful, beautiful mantra. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. You're so welcome. You know, I think that as a society, we have put away the fact that our greatest superpower is a regulated nervous system. And some of these modalities like meditation, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, Sona, uh, breathing, breathing. breathing. I don't think that some people understand the power of your breath. You are breathing in life and everything that life is giving you. You are alchemizing it within your body, in your lungs, in your butt and your belly. And then you're releasing it out as an offering and saying, I am ready to receive more. And you're breathing in the next one, you know, uh, connecting to nature, drinking, uh, hydrating your, your body, eating whole delicious foods. Um, these are all modalities that are going to just benefit you, assist you, especially if you're right. navigating a lot of shifting, you know? The breathing. So let's talk about that for a minute, because I know that breath work, there is a lot to breath work and it can be extremely healing and, and help with the blockages or the trauma that we hold in our body. So can you just elaborate on that for a minute? Absolutely. So uh, there is beautiful practices like yoga that tap into somatic releasing, right? And this is tapping into uh, the different energy zones of your body so that it can be released physically, right? Mm -hmm. Our body as a whole is carrying this energy that we are, our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, and it doesn't discern, it doesn't decipher, I should say. There's no hierarchy of what emotions are coming in. So it's just witnessing the emotion as energy and saying, you want to store this here? You got it. We got space. And if we don't have space, we'll make the space. And it creates then, uh, if we are carrying too much grief, if we're carrying too much sadness, anger, resentment, then you're going to have digestion issues. You're going to have lower back problems if you're not feeling safe in your environment. You're going to have pain in your shoulders if you're navigating a lot of stress on your neck. This isn't common. This isn't supposed to be normal. So when you tap into somatics like breathing, you're mm -hmm. bringing in presence into your daily life. You can create, there's so many different breathing techniques, but one of the ones that I love personally is breathing in through the nose, nice, big, deep right into the belly and then releasing right here from your mouth really witnessing your breath doing that mm -hmm. uh, throughout your day at least 10 times in the morning in the mm -hmm. middle and then in the evening you're going to witness so much of your life shift because all right. of a sudden you're feeling safer in your body you're feeling safer in your mind better in your heart you're gonna you're gonna interact with people very differently from that state it's true. So you're truly connecting to yourself when you are doing that. That is what connection to self means. That's one aspect of it anyway, right? Um, and not only the connection, but calming the nervous system and then allowing you to be more responsive as things come up during the day versus reactive. Because when we aren't operating on a calm nervous system, or at least practicing that. And I, I do that through my meditation. That's helped me tremendously with my react versus respond, uh, you know, reaction. And 
so don't you agree? Like if you, if, as you embody these practices, you are more responsive versus reactive. You're able to be more intentional about what you say, how you respond, what you do, and also how you handle it. Like if something does upset you, it allows you to be very intentional of how to self-soothe. Yes. Something that I like to share with my clients is, you know, you're, you're not preparing yourself when you're going through your worst. You're preparing yourself and equipping yourself with these modalities when you're feeling your best. So I always like to say, book a Reiki session, book these like hypnotherapy sessions, book these whatever counseling sessions when you're feeling good, because that's when you're gaining these modalities. You're gaining the tools for when those periods of depth, right, come in, you know what to do. Um, your reaction is going to be, they're against me, they're attacking me, the world is like, you know, the, I am a victim, this is the worst. A response is witnessing everything and saying, what is this moment teaching me? What is this connection highlighting that is already within me? The situation that is presented before me, um, okay, it's just a moment. This isn't my forever. Mm -hmm. That's a response. A reaction mm -hmm. is always gonna gonna go on a more egoic state, right? Everyone's against me, and life is the worst, and I'm spiraling, and this happens. Mm -hmm. And what about movement to body? You talk a lot about that. I know you love to dance. I love. I've seen some of your videos where you're dancing, and I love Latin music. Oh my god, I love it. And <laughs> it always makes me like, oh my god, I want to do that. And so to me, like that is a great way to connect to yourself too, because I love dance and I love music. But when I see you, you're just such a natural. And so is that part of your practice of really embodying like who you are and your sensuality or yes. For women, especially, but for everyone, your sacral power is going to be something that you want to connect to every single day. That doesn't mean that it's just solely connected to sexuality. It's connected to your creativity. Right. You know, so if you like to write, if you like to sing, if you like to draw, if you like to dance, you know, so for me, um, I've been professionally dancing since I was a young teenager. I used to compete and also I would <laughs> like do. Um, dance classes in South Beach and Miami when I lived there as a teenager and a young adult, you know? And um, so for me now as an adult, you know, a woman in her forties, oh my God, I love to move my body and to connect with myself, to really like move my hips and release myself from this idea of, I am not doing this right. I am not doing this well. No, 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 no. You're moving your body. You yeah, did it. You're feeling oh. it. You're feeling it. Feeling it. Put on your favorite music, put on your favorite track, move that body. Right. I love it. I love it. What would you say is we're we're getting kind of towards the end of the show and I'm gonna wrap it up slowly. And I want to ask you what out of all the experiences and everything you've gone through, like what would you say your biggest life lesson has been? To not take this life so seriously. I think I would take this life so seriously in the past, every experience, every connection, every, everything, I would look at it and I would become like, so goal oriented. Everything was a goal. And it was like, I'm mm -hmm. okay. I'm finally going to be happy when I make it here. I'm finally going to be enjoy my life when I finally do this and this and this. No, I, I began to just simply enjoy my life. And let me tell you, not every day has been rainbows and butterflies. Not every day has been this meditative bliss. There are challenges. There are hard, tough moments. 
but I can witness those moments and say, you know what? This is a temporary experience. I have incredible friends. I have a beautiful family. I have my health. I have my home. Gratitude is going to be your best friend if you really want to unlock the, the potency of this life. Right. And, right. This and, life. and so many people get caught up in that perfection. So many. And that <laughs> perfection is operating from the ego, wouldn't you say? I mean, when you Absolutely. have to be perfect and you have to be the best at every little thing and you have to accomplish this and this. And, but I think there was a, a point in your life when you just realize that, you know, for whatever comes up, whether it's a breakup or a life-changing event or whatever it is, you realize, you know, in the grand scheme of things, what's really most important? That's it. You know, I mean, and that's, I think, some of the wisdom that I've learned because I've kind of lived a big life and you know, a certain portion of my life and I've done a lot. And honestly, like where I am now, and I know it's where you are, it's like, just enjoy the simple things. And love is like so important, uh, you know, love of friends, love of family, uh, love of everywhere, really divine love, heart-centered connections, right? Yes, <laughs> so that's the most important thing. So, okay. So we have just a few minutes. So I want them to know exactly where to reach you again. If you can just let them know real quick before we wrap up the show. Absolutely. Uh, you guys can find me on all social media platforms on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Twitter threads, etc. through energy, light, healing. Uh, and honestly, through there, you can message me, we can connect. You can also see a lot of my content uh, and yeah, I look forward to actually doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with you guys and connecting that way. I also do monthly gatherings that I announce on all my platforms. So definitely feel free to reach out and connect. Yeah, it's been really good having you on the show, Abigail. Uh, and also, is there any, are there any initiatives or anything big coming up for you that you're, that you have on the horizon that you want us to know about? I do. I am actually in the middle of finalizing a book. And so that's going to be out early next year. I'm also going to be creating a retreat for women only in Guatemala, and that's going to be happening in April of 2024. So definitely stay tuned for that. There's a few oh. things up my sleeve, but. Oh, know. that's great. So people that want to find out about your retreat, they can just go on your Instagram and find out about that. They can. Yeah. I'm going to be announcing all my stuff on every single platform. And so stay tuned for all those details. Oh, that's great. And I, I remember that you said you were writing a book, so that would be fantastic. But you need to write a cookbook too, because you are, <laughs> an, you are an amazing cook. And I've seen some of your presentations and you need to have your own cookbook. <laughs> but that's a side <laughs> note. So and you uh, and all my friends saying the same thing. <laughs> I know, I know, but you can only do so much, right? So uh, I'm really glad that we, you know, got this time to talk today. And, you know, self-love is a big, it's a big umbrella. There's a lot to it. You know, the, we, we didn't even get to the codependency, codependency aspect of it today, but you know, there's so many aspects of self-love and it's hard to get it all in one show, but I, I wanted to at least, you know, talk a little bit about certain things to just raise some awareness on, you know, what it's like to truly love ourselves from a sacred place and to welcome divine heart-centered connections into our life. 
So I think it's just really important. So I want to thank everybody for listening and please reach out to me at sanalife.com. I also have my Instagram at, at sanalifecoach if you would like to see some of my content there. And I am always open to your suggestions and topics that you'd like to hear. And I really appreciate all of you being here today. And Abigail, thank you so much. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And next week, uh, I have Tice Chamberlain. Uh, this is going to be a really deep show. So I'm just letting you know, you guys are going to want to be on this one because we are going to dive deep. <laughs> Thank you very much. See you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Up Close and Empowered with Sana Johns. We hope that after listening today, it's inspired you to discover and cultivate your true inner power and consciously create your life. Tune in next week for another impactful episode.